everybody. I am Brian BJSwick33, along with Rob, also known as Presar, and this is This Xbox Life, episode 163, as seen on TV. So, Rob, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, Brian. Thanks for asking. All right. So, how's the weather today? <laughs> no, it is dark. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Same here. Imagine that. But surprisingly, it was like, what do you call it, an Indian summer out here in Chicago? Yeah, I guess you guys might have had similar weather. It was like yeah, in the 80s. Yeah, 77 here. Oh, so nice. Yeah. But uh, so I was outside. I did get to play some games uh, yesterday. Yeah. Which included Gears of War 3. Um, Gabbers got on and, and played through Act 2 with me. I'm on Act 3, and I am still looking for people to beat it. I would really like to beat it here in the next week or so. Hint, hint. Um, yes, hint, hint, everybody. Uh, send me a message if you want to play. Uh, I believe I will be playing tomorrow, or as you're maybe listening to the show. <laughs> um, so I played that for a little bit. also played some Battlefield 3 beta. Um, just jumped in there because I wanted to play like a round or so. Um just wanted to kind of get an idea of a couple other things because I was close to ranking and this or that. Um, so I played that, but that beta is closing on the 12th or on the 10th, 10th or 12th, tomorrow. 10th maybe? is tomorrow, right? Yeah. Today's so, the 9th. Yep. And I got some, a uh, little bit of info on that later. So, okay. On, on the closing of it or in general uh just in yeah it's closing and and you know oh i, uh, I, well, I got gotcha. you know, well basically you know I can, I can mention it right now basically battlefield 3 beta is closing and uh soul assassin posted on the update uh for this you know for october 3rd um which was posted yesterday um he gives kind of a list of things that are going to be fixed and and it's not a complete list but there's a lot of stuff in there so if you're curious on some of the stuff that they're going to be fixing, just hop over there and take a look. You know, it's just he—he, he, it's a good post. That's a, that's all I can say. I want—I'd like you to all go out there, um, take a look. You know, you can comment it on and what you want to do. But so just to maybe put some people at ease as far as the uh, the outlook of the beta and what we discussed last week. So, but yep. Yeah. So I want. I, I, I remember reading some stuff very briefly about there being some like serious problems with the beta. I mean, I mean, I, I really haven't been following it, but what, what was up with that stuff? Uh, it, it, I mean, basically, I think I think we were kind of all in agreement that you know the beta, um, as far as the console side, was not not a good showing um, by Dice and the game, and I, and it has a lot of people concerned. So, um, you know, with that many problems, regardless if the beta was, you know, a month old, a day old, a week old, a year old, still, you know, why would you show a product in that type of shape, beta or not, showing something in that bad of shape kind of, you know, has not not helped. It's probably hurt more than helped, but that's, that's the gist of it. But if you go over, uh, go to our site, check out the uh, uh, Battlefield Weekly update. You'll see a list of things, and, and Soul did a good job on that. So, except I have to get with Soul Assassin, and if you're listening, Soul Assassin, we need to work on uh, on some grammar points, like capitalizing I's and all that stuff. It says I went through the last one and fixed stuff, but I'm, you know, we'll have to get you on that. <laughs> Or so, a copy uh, of Microsoft Office or something. <laughs> so, Gears of War 3, Battlefield 3 beta, that's all I had time for this week. What did you do? Hey, real quick, uh, before we go on to my usual short list <laughs> of stuff, <laughs> um, with with the beta, I mean, I, one thing I was, with the Battlefield 3 beta, one thing I was kind of wondering about was, I mean, do you think it's kind of risky for some of these publishers to put out betas? And, you know, I, I know everybody just really demands betas and you know we all like to see betas but i mean is there a risk for some of these developers by putting out the betas and then let's say having 
problems like the Battlefield 3 one or having some other kind of issues where the game's not finished and it just turns people off? I mean, is, is there an inherent risk to it where they actually lose business by putting out a beta? Um, I, I don't I don't think there's a risk of putting out a beta, but I do uh, – well, here's the risk is for people not knowing what the difference between a beta and a demo is. I think oh, that's yeah. a risk. So when you put out something that's downloadable via Xbox Live, it's a demo to everybody. Um, and, and that's not saying, you know – some of the big stuff is, you know, they're putting this dim or they're putting this beta out like just weeks ahead of the release. Now, if they would have done this two or three months ago, it probably wouldn't have been a big as big of a deal, um, saying, "Hey, this is a beta," blah blah blah. But I think that's the big thing about it is it's so close. Like, can they get everything fixed? This and that, and and that's what I think is put in that weekly update kind of helps answer some of those questions. I don't I don't think there's an issue with releasing. A beta or a demo, um, it, it, they are what they are. You know, you use them how you want to use them, like, you know, helping tweaking, balancing, and stuff like that right. in betas uh, to help find bugs as well, which is a big thing for a beta. Right. Um, but I think that the big risk that you have is trying to make sure people realize it's a beta versus demo. Right. And, and, and that's that's pretty much it. Um like I said, with the Battlefield, it's just, you know, it's a beta, but it's really, it's so close to being, you know, how, no matter how old it is, it, it, it's kind of hurt them. So. And at this point, I think, I mean, I don't know totally what their production schedule is, but I would assume that all of the discs are already being mastered. They're probably already in production. I don't know about so, that. I, I I haven't heard them actually going gold yet. Because, I mean, can they really turn it around and ship millions of units that quickly? Sure. I wouldn't see why not. Hmm. So, I mean, they, they still have, what, 20 days? Less, a little less than 20 days, but, I mean, they could start it two days from now and be able to make it. So. Yeah, but that, I don't know. I mean... And I have no idea what the production rate of those factories are, but, you know, that are pressing these things. But, man, yeah, I would think that they would need a little bit of lead time, you know, to get the stuff done and packaged. Although the the packaging materials or the, you know, the case and everything, that's probably already done artwork, manuals, or inserts, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, really no and, manual on this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's an EA game. Yeah, exactly. So, but... All, all you get in the box is an ad for another EA game. But yeah. uh, well, the other the other thing about about a beta is I I did read I forget if it was on our site or it might have been just somewhere else. But you know somebody mentioned just you know with other betas, so called betas, anything that was labeled beta, let's say by Epic with Gears of War or Halo, they're saying that you know these companies raised the bar so high that you know now you need an awesome beta. And it's uh, you can't really raise the bar on a beta because then it would be called a gold master yeah. <laughs> or or a release candidate at that point in time if you're going to raise the bar on a beta. Um, you know, yes, these games when they were in beta were more polished. Um, if you think about Gears of War, it's, it was delayed, so they had plenty of time to polish a little bit more. Yeah. And and to be honest, Bungie's Bungie. Um, they are a group of people that they do not have to release a game until it's ready. And, and of course, you know, there was problems in all those betas. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, it, it's just it's it's a it's a thing that I think needs to be a learning experience by not only DICE, but, you know, from everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. Will this will this cause people not to release betas anymore with all the uprising? Probably. Maybe could happen. Um you know, a lot of people, when they're saying, hey, we want to beta your game, we want to beta your game, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I remember Battlefield 3 when all the community just went crazy on, you know, that beta. Sorry, guys, we're not going to do that. We're not going to risk it, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, it could have some negative impacts on what people have been saying and writing about the right. beta. So um, there is a preview on IGN, which I meant to read earlier about Battlefield 3. I might have to do that tonight, but... 
we talked a lot about about uh, battlefield and stuff last week. Yeah. So we might want to push forward. Okay. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I I really wonder if all this beta stuff is actually gonna be a or whatever they determine from this is actually a day one patch. Oh, could be. Oh, there'll be a day one patch no matter what. <laughs> it's every, a given. Every, <laughs> it, it's funny. I log into parties. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm, tar- I'm turning on the game. I'll be back in a second. Yeah. And like, what? And it's like, pink. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> you must update. Yeah. Day one patch. So. Yeah. Good times. So, okay. Uh, well, so far this week, I, I did get a little bit of gaming in. And I got to play uh, some Rage. And it was interesting. I, I see some of the comparisons with Borderlands. Actually, it kind of made me want to play Borderlands. I don't know if that was their intention. <laughs> Probably not. But uh, I, uh, I've got a, a buddy at work that is actually, he is just like uh, not a fan of Rage. He is just totally like slamming this game left and right. And it's, it's really got me kind of interested to check it out now. I, I did see a video. I don't know if you saw this, Brun, but uh, there's like a hidden Doom level in Raged <laughs> where there's a, it's like an Easter egg that they put in where there's in this one area, there's seven computers. You hit, you like use the computer keyboard and it does like a, a Doom sounding noise, like a <laughs> thong. Yeah, and then you hit all seven of them, and then you jump on this thing, and you can like walk around in this little doom area, and uh, you know it, it's it's interesting how these games that you remember as being so awesome as part of nostalgia, now you look at them and they're like, man, this is junk. But so uh, that's pretty much about it. All I got to say for Rage, beautiful graphics, beautiful graphics. Um, that's Rage. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, as far as I was unavailable for FNL, um, my daughter was cheering at the high school fo- high school football game on Friday. Um, I do plan on being available this Friday, and I will probably be playing Gears if anybody wants to play some Gears. So let's say Gears of War at you know nine to nine thirty uh, Eastern time uh, on Friday. So, topic time. Topic time. So there, there hasn't been um, that much released this week, and, you, and you're actually talking. It's like this has been a real weird week because of the passing of Steve Jobs. Yeah. So we ha- we have a couple topics here, but before we start that, you know, everybody's heard about the passing of Steve Jobs. So um, it, it's kind of a a weird thing. Uh, not everybody's in super into technology now. I mean, if you own, you know, an iPod or an iPad or anything Apple related, you, you could kind of be like, oh yeah, the guy that ran the company that I buy my stuff for, um, you know, passed away. But for, I, I don't know how you are, Rob, but for somebody like myself being in the technical field or IT field, mm-hmm. uh, this guy's more of just, you know, the person who runs Apple. He's a guy who, you know, pushed things forward and, and you know, is kind of seen. I've, I've heard a lot of comparisons of him being the Thomas Edison of our of our era. Okay. Um, which, it, which is kind of a true statement, but I do believe we have more than just one of a Thomas Edison of our era. I mean, you could put Bill Gates up in that, you know, era as, as, as well or, you know, people that's making – you know, Xboxes and, and stuff like that. I, there's plenty of them, but, you know, this guy went out on, you know, Steve Jobs went out on the top of his game, of course. Oh, yeah. So, and, and it's it's weird because there it wasn't that separation of time. You know, with Bill Bill Gates, he, he's not running Microsoft right now. Um, we know who he is and, and – Yeah, Ballmer, thank you, court system. And well, Ballmer's running, you know, yeah. Microsoft right now. And, and un, unfortunately, you know – Bill Gates will pass away at some point in time, but I, I think it won't come as a shock or or this type of scenario because it was kind of like Steve Jobs just stepped down a month ago because of yeah. his health, and then boom. Yeah, you know, you know, you know. between between Gates and and Jobs, also 
Gates has always been looked at as like the bad guy, whereas, you know, Steve Jobs has always, you know, been a heck of a lot more admired than than Gates, that's for sure, or even Ballmer. Yeah, yeah, so very that's true. One thing. Yeah, and, and I mean, it, it's... Uh, it's it's just a weird, like I said, a weird thing for oh, yeah. somebody in the field like myself. And you know, I got his book coming, and and it, to a guy like that is just he's just a weird dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, you know, he he is not a, somebody who thinks like he does is not what you would consider a normal person, but still, you know, he's admired by tons of people. So, right, um, and and for. You know, honestly, I can speak honestly and say that, you know, I was very anti-Apple in the 90s, was not a Steve Jobs fan at all until reading a little bit about him. You know, when he comes back, when, you know, he gets kicked out of his own company and then they bring him back and his salary was like a dollar a year, you know, because the man had enough money and, and just. Or he, a, he got a lot of stuff on the back end. It's just oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. But I'm just saying his salary yeah. was a dollar. You know, and you hear all these it's things. Publicity. Yeah, yeah, and just bringing things back, and you know, you think about like his involvement in Pixar and with Disney and and all that stuff. It's just like man, I, he had his hands in a lot of stuff, and you know, he's changed or his company, and not not only just him, but the people right. that have made the iPad and the iPhone and stuff have mm-hmm. changed a lot of stuff. So. Oh, yeah. And like but, for for me personally, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, good. Uh, like for me personally, I was never a big fan of Steve Jobs. I thought he was, in mm, with his business practices, he was kind of jerky, arrogant. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. And you know, I didn't particularly care for him, but I really admire what he's done. Uh, with everything, because a lot of the personal devices that we have today never would have, or never would have existed in the state that they are. Or at least as soon as you know we have them right now, you know maybe they would have come later. But you know a lot of what we have today, I mean, is thanks to him. And you know my Android phone that I love so much, you know, I thank Steve Jobs in, in some ways because. If it wasn't for the iPhone and all, I mean, Symbian would probably still be the <laughs> the clunky OS that uh, that kind of rules things or something. Who knows? But uh, you know, I, I look back at everything that he's done, and I mean, just the fact that I mean, Apple was in really bad shape 15 years ago. I mean, they were just hurting so bad, and. And he revived that whole company by put taking them into a new direction with the iPod. And I mean, I don't know if it was a gamble on their part or if it was just you know pure innovation or whatnot. But you know, I, I really admire him and you know what he's done in in those respects. Right. And you know, it, it, it's sad to see that part go. Yeah, and one one thing that you might you know might. If you go back and watch some of his keynotes, because he was actually a pretty good public speaker. And, mm-hmm. Oh, and absolutely. Somebody, you know, I always like watching E3s and stuff like that where, <laughs> you know, you have some of the gaming companies, top guys, uh, you know, they're on, on there and you can tell they're reading from a script. I mean, oh, yeah. just completely stuttering and all that fun stuff and you watch him and he, he actually memorize like he would memorize his memorize his speeches before he would go on. So mm-hmm. it's it's pretty cool. But and on a quick note for that, there's uh, uh there's a guy by the name of uh Steve or not Steve, uh Carmine Gallo. He was an old uh tech T V uh, I don't know if you remember that channel. He used to be on Tech TV. He had a couple of shows on there, and uh, you know, since then he wrote some. I think it was a book that he wrote about Steve Jobs and his presentation skills. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's so interesting. Like if you can, if you YouTube uh, search Carmine Gallo G A L L O and Steve Jobs, you can see some snippets where he actually like talks about 
you know, the phrases and how, you know, Steve Jobs like acts when he's up on stage. And I mean, you know, Steve Jobs was an amazing, amazing, amazing presenter. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had all those years in Macworlds and, and whatnot, you know, to prove it. But I, I just thought I'd throw that in. You know, check it out if you get a chance. It's just a couple minutes long. Yeah. And there's two recent – well, obviously his book comes out here in a couple of weeks. And then there was also one that was just – it's a compilation of things from Forbes magazine, okay. I believe. And it's a, it's a Kindle edition only. So – and it just came out like a couple of weeks ago. It's pretty pretty good. Okay. So, all right. Excellent. Back back to gaming news. All right. But all right. the whole thing behind that was that kind of turned it into a weird week of of things to – Oh, to yeah. talk about. And uh, the first thing I have on here is uh, I got an email as well as it being posted on our site um, that TV is coming to Xbox. Uh, Xbox Live, I should say. Um, there is a large, very, very large list of, I think, give or take 40 um, TV and entertainment providers. Yeah. You know, which includes like Bravo, Comcast, HBO Go, Verizon, Verizon Fios, Sci-Fi, um, BBC. Um, let's see, who else do you have on there? Cinema Now, uh, Comcast, Crackle, Daily Motion, Epics, ESPN, which is already on there, uh, so on and so forth. So TV is coming. Um, one, one thing I wanted to point out: I was looking at uh, some of the screenshots of the new dashboard coming, mm-hmm. and I do remember us saying. Why don't we have just a section for all of the apps? You know, all these apps we're getting, Twitter and Facebook and this and that. And I'm looking on there, and I see an apps header. I see an apps header. Yeah, so it's pretty funny that we're kind of getting that. And uh, just remember. Well, there's one for social. Like Twitter knows would go under social. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what apps would be, but it's kind of – going on there and then the other thing is is i know i jokingly said hey be prepared for this five block things for each that all the small ones will be the important ones and the big one will be an advertisement (laughs) oh yeah so so we'll have to (laughs) see about that um so so it'll be something like hbo go youtube netflix and then doritos which one is the big one yes (laughs) doritos um so let, let's let's talk a little bit about the uh, the TV here. Okay. Um, you know we can start with ESPN, <laughs> my favorite. Not available uh, in your area. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Um, <laughs> some of the things that okay. So I'm, I, I went to their main page, and it says coming soon. Check back for additional details. Xbox Live Gold membership and additional subscriptions required, such as Epics. UFC, Hulu Plus, and Netflix. Comcast, Xfinity, HBO Go, and Verizon require an Xbox Live Gold membership and an additional TV subscription and internet from that provider. Hmm. ESPN on Xbox Live requires an Xbox Live Gold membership and ESPN3 affiliated broadband provider, which is a lie. CESPN3.com for providers. Oh. Uh, there, it's not really a lie. Um, ESPN3, I, I guess, has two separate type of divide, uh, providers. You have the ones that will do it for the web, and then you have the ones that do it for Xbox Live. They are two different lists. Um, that was the big, actually, the issue with, with mine. Is I have ESPN3, just not on my Xbox yet. Okay. Uh, PPV and on-demand content sold separately. Okay, um, makes sense. Yeah, cool. Uh, let's see, connect functionality, voice, blah blah blah. You need, you know, varies by feature and provider. So, so just like reading the fine print, it, it's kind of like Xbox Live is getting TV, but like Hulu Plus or Netflix, you're going to be paying additional money. Um, you're going to need a gold membership and. Which money. Is, most people have, at least. Yeah. Well, you take. No. I'm sure that everybody. You're, you're really not going to know what you get until it's out. Right. Exactly. Um, which, 
to me, it's kind of like Microsoft's thing is to plug and hype up something and then just completely under deliver. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause that's, that's what's going to happen here. Um, some people may disagree and, and it, it really, do I, do I fire up my Xbox for Bravo or for sci-fi? No, I, I have cable for that. I mean, if it plays on demand type stuff, okay, that, that'll be cool. I mean, I know cinema now needs to have best buy. Um, I believe I get like one free credit cause I'm like a best buy rewards silver member. Um, daily motions kind of like a YouTube. It looks like, of course you have YouTube, um, crackle seems to be a little interesting, um, because you can get it on your iPhone and iPad now, uh, you know, I was watching a movie, I was watching movie, uh, snatch on it and it was free, which was cool. Um, so, but I think I might have limited Bravo, so on and so forth. Like I said, ESPN, um, we already have. So if it works for you, it works for you. Uh, epics, I just looked at it and it looks like you need to either have Verizon Cox charter or dish okay a provider so that looks like to be where you're going to have to have an extra subscription for that one um xfinity looks like it's a comcast product so you may have to have comcast cable and or internet to get that one (laughs) um then hbo go has a list of providers that you have to have like if your internet is provided by AT&T or Comcast or or whatnot very similar to ESPN3 um, you're going to need to want to have one of those cable providers that will allow you to watch HBO Go um, for me Time Warner does not <laughs> so that's another one that I won't be getting even though you have and you have to have an HBO subscription so if you right. have a cable provider and HBO you should be able to use HBO Go Except if you have Time Warner, and I actually, I, I, I'm wondering. I've heard that Time Warner actually owns HBO. Okay, which would is is really funny. Um, among its subsidiaries are New Line Cinema, Time Inc., HBO, Turner Broadcasting, CBS Corporation. Oh, so maybe maybe Time Warner does actually own. Yeah, it says <laughs> HBO, Cinemax, and all of the other flavors of those. Um, they're all assets owned by Time Warner. Yeah, so everybody can watch HBO Go except for if you have Time Warner, even though HBO is owned by Time Warner. Yeah. Really, really – that makes sense. <laughs> um, iHeartRadio. Oh, actually, sorry to interrupt, but they also own Warner Brothers, um, Turner Broadcasting, that huge uh-huh. thing, Time. Yep. Wow, that's a big list. Yeah, they, they own a lot. Um, yeah. iHeartRadio, music-related, uh, Mag Manga Entertainment, which is um, – what am I thinking of? Anime? Cartoons. Or... Yep. MSN. We'll have to see on that one. Netflix, obviously, you need a subscription. Sci-Fi, TMZ. Uh, I'm not sure how that'll work out. Uh, today's show. So UFC, we'll have to have. Um, it's a, it has pay-per-view events, so I'm pretty sure you're most likely going to have to uh, you know, pay for that. Um Vivo is music videos. Okay, Verizon Fios TV. I'm pretty sure you're going to have to have Verizon Fios. Uh, like I said, Xfinity um, is a Comcast and YouTube. So, uh, and there's there's tons more. And I think a lot, some of them that are in this list that's on our site as well as um, like Major Nelsons and stuff. Some of them are related to uh, where you're located. So UK, you know, Germany, UK, like love, love film, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment is Canadian, you know, Canada. Um, so they have a whole list of, of different um, locales as well. So. Um, so what, what do you think? So it, it's it's interesting. I, I to be honest, let me be completely honest. with Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea. 
and and I think it's neat that Microsoft is trying to provide us with more. Um, I, I think the service that we get is is good um, or great. I guess I think it's one of the best gaming services. Um, can there be things like enhanced as far as Xbox Live in general? I, I, I don't know. I guess if we sat down and talked about it and, and got more, you know, input from other people, we could probably make a list of things that we'd like to see just in general for when we're playing games. Um, but as far as this TV stuff, I, I really like the idea. And, and it's not like Microsoft can just give us everything for free. Um, you know what I mean? Right. It, these companies are just not going to say, oh, sure, Microsoft, here, you, you take this and give it for free. Some, somebody's going to have to pay for something, um, which I completely understand. Uh, like I said, the HBO thing that and, and the ESPN stuff, the reason why I always poke at that is it's the cable company that I have. Um, it's complete crap. <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah, I, I think it's neat, but here is this the un, like I mentioned earlier, it's the under delivering. Um, they're getting people very excited, but when it comes down to it, they're going to turn it on and it's going to be like, oh, you know, sorry, not available in your area, or your cable company does not allow it, or hey, do, make sure you have your, have your other subscription. It, it's and I th- they're trying to mention like, hey, you know, they're not they're not just doing this behind our back and all of a sudden just subscription fees are going to be coming out of nowhere um they do mention that other subscriptions will will apply but i i just think does it seem to you that they're making a big huge deal about this but it's really going to fall short it's just not going to take off is is it another let let me put it this way is it another facebook slash twitter man but it's it's got a lot of potential, and well, is it is, and, it, is it like a Netflix then? Yeah, because Netflix is huge. Oh, you know, it's, on, it's on it's almost it's on every device, you know, known to man. And and Xbox is the only one that requires an Xbox Live Gold, which really doesn't bother me a bit. Um, you know, Netflix is that's a good fe- that's a nice feature. Is it is it more? Is this going to turn into a Netflix? Is it going to turn into a Facebook slash Twitter? Or is it going to fit somewhere between left or, you know, is it going to go above and beyond? That's it's kind of what I'm wondering. Yeah. To, to, to me, it seems like it could fall in this in-between because maybe they're going to give just enough to where people can use it um, without the extras, extra fees, this or that. Uh, but I think for all the stuff that people are really going to want, like the HBO or the, or the ESPN or – you know, so on and so forth. It's gonna, it's really gonna fall short. It might fall short because it's like, hey, you need to have this and this and this and this and this. Right. Um. Uh. The stuff about Verizon FiOS. Uh. That, that kind of, that stuff there kind of just irks me a little bit because it's such a small percentage of people that can actually get that. Oh yeah. Um. And, you know, it's it's like the AT, it's like the ATT AT and T UVerse. It's like, oh, you can use the Xbox as a set top box, um, as long as you have AT and T UVerse. Well, okay, that's perfect for the small percentage of people that can get it. Plus, you had to pay ninety nine dollars to have somebody come install it. Plus, when the update comes out, you're going to need to have a gold subscription now. Uh, they're they're changing that. So for anybody that has AT and T UVerse and you're using X an Xbox for your set top set set top box, then you're going to have to have Xbox Live Gold subscription as well. They are changing that. Um, I think people should be getting emails and possibly a refund um, if you want to get your money back for that. Um, but what do you think? Where that where's it going to fall? Well, I'm like me personally. I'm really looking for something to replace my Directv. Because I really don't want to go to cable. Uh, I mean, DirecTV is fine. I just, I mean, the bill is like a hundred bucks a month for TV that we watch like five channels. Um, right. And and, and I, I don't see the value in that. And 
I'd really like to find something to replace it, something that gives us, you know, those certain channels that we do watch. And if it means that I buy an Xbox for every TV, heck, that's an excuse to buy more Xboxes. All right, let's do it. But my kind of concern about this thing is it, it, it reminds me of, okay, like my phone. I've got an Android phone that came from Sprint, uh, a carrier here in the U.S., and they have something called Sprint TV on it, on the phone. It's Mm -hmm. preloaded software. You can watch these videos. I have never watched it because there's really no value in it. There's nothing on there that I'm really interested in, and it's free, and I still don't watch it. I actually rooted my phone put on a new ROM and I don't even miss sprint TV. I mean, it's, I don't even have the software on my phone anymore, but it's something that I'm entitled to, but I don't watch this whole thing can become that same way. If it's not done properly, if the content isn't there, that's interesting for people to watch. You're just going to forget about it. Right. You know, it's, it's going to be in, you know, you know, one of those like little dashboard menus that, you know, the only time you ever go through it is when you accidentally choose it or as you're scrolling through it to get to something else like to play a game or, or whatnot. And, you know, when I see like on the list over here, like, you know, they've got Comcast US. Okay. I mean, what does that mean? What channels is that? Right. You know, is it some select channels or is it the, and like if, if you purchase a package through it, is it all of like your basic local channels? I mean, what does that mean? I mean, we all know what like HBO go is or, mm-hmm. you know, daily motion, like videos and some of these UK channels. I mean, we have an idea of what, what that probably is because it's probably the actual programming of those channels. Yeah. I see. They also got sci-fi, from the U.S., so you're going to see that. But I mean, it's it's unclear as to what this other stuff is. And I know for you know some of the providers out there, people have been screaming for a la carte services for a long time, and it's always been controversial, you know, because you know if if I can pay like two bucks a channel for only the channels that I want. I mean, like for DirecTV, for example, I mean, that'd be awesome. I would get my like seven channels that I watch, my five, seven channels, and, and, you know, and you're done. You know, you don't have to get all these other junk channels that, you know, like soap opera channel or the 10 shopping channels and and all that other junk. It's like, who cares about that? And so it's like, how are they going to do it with this? How are, I mean, are do you basically just say, hey, I want sci-fi and I want my Facebook and I want my Comcast, and I want my Bravo, because Brun needs to see his Desperate Housewives. Yeah, of, right. No, not Desperate Housewives. What's the Beverly Hills Housewives or whatever, whatever those shows are? <laughs> okay, so you know you want those, and it's like I see a charge being there, and it's like, are you gonna? I mean, I guess it's too early to tell about that, but it's it's like I I can see them charging like crazy for the stuff which would turn me off right well yeah the weird thing like about mentioning like a la carte and stuff is unfortunately the content providers and this isn't time warner and and stuff like that the content providers say oh you want to have uh you want disney do you oh okay well or you want espn do you well espn's owned by disney I believe. And so it's like, well, if you want ESPN, you need Disney, Disney Family, uh, this other, you know, CBS, CBS Family, CBS Kids, CBS, you know, there's like, if you want our, one of our channels, you need to have all 10 of our channels. Right. And we're going to charge you this. If you don't buy them all, you don't get any of them. Yikes. So that's the thing with a la carte because, you know, the hard thing with that is if you say, oh, I want, I want, ESPN, and it's like, oh, okay, well, it's two bucks for your ESPN and fifteen dollars for the other channels. So now you're up to seventeen. You know, so that's why the cable bills are so high. Oh yeah. 
But that's where the, these people cutting the cable, and I have people that have done this. They're they're cutting the cable. So, and mm-hmm. that's kind of a term that you might see out on the internet right now. Oh, yeah. These people are leaving. They're they're buying Hulu Plus, they're buying Netflix, and that's it. So they're like seventeen dollars a month on their entertainment bill. Let's yeah. say if you want to do that, plus their whatever they're using for their in, internet provider. And you know it, it's funny when you see the Time Warner CEO or whoever it was comes out and says they ask him, "What do you think about this recent surge of people cutting the cable and going to alternative?" And and his comment is kind of like it was just like, "Oh, they're not doing that." You know, people aren't doing that. And they're like, uh, "Yes, yes, they are." It's went up. You know, 30% between ages like 20 to 30 or, you know, whatever it was. You know, these people are, are doing this. They're like, oh, no, well, they'll come back. Yeah. You know, th- that's the mentality of, of the cable companies is is like, oh, well, that, that'll that never hurt us. And it's kind of like, oh, you know, the Internet will never take off. <laughs> that's just a fad. <laughs> yeah. It, so, you know, this, the- this iPod thing is a fluke. iPad, <laughs> who needs it? <laughs> You know, what's this iPhone thing? Oh, no, pagers are still going to survive. Yeah. You know, it's just this mentality of, you know, we're too big to fall type of scenario when it's really, if you don't get up with the times, you get left behind. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, you know, and, and so on and so forth. But, you know, when it comes back to the to the Xbox Live and the TV stuff, it's really going to boil down to... What are we gonna? What are you gonna be able to do once it goes live? And I think once you know our show after the um, the update hits, which I believe is November fifteenth. I heard that date, and I don't know if it's for sure. Um, I've either read it or heard it somewhere. But we'll have to discuss. You know, let us all get a chance to play around with it and and come on the show after that to get a true idea of what's going to happen. But as of right now. If you want my preview thought, is I think it's going to be a very overhyped, under-delivered, under you know, delivered type of feature. Um, I just I with the number of things here or there, and you know, if obviously I want to pay for it, I'll I'll go do it. But I I don't see I don't see it becoming the next Netflix. Right. Which, like I said, I I I always place Netflix as hey this this here was. An awesome feature when we got it, um, and you know, and then if you think about Hulu, Hulu, uh, I don't think has taken off as well as Netflix. Is this the next? Is this just like a bunch of Hulus coming through? Um, but we'll have to see. It's so. an also ran maybe. Yeah, but you know, it, from what I understand of the whole like. Cable TV, for example, business, from what I've heard about what some shows have had to go through, you know, just to get aired. I mean, there's so much paperwork, red tape and and all that stuff. I mean, just the fact that Microsoft was able to get a list of 40-some channels or whatnot, you know, to get on there, I think is like an amazing feat. I mean, it was literally probably years of work. I think for them to even get to where they're at and, you know, for them to even get this far, I mean, kudos to them and, and their legal team and, and their people, you know, pounding the pavement, trying to get all this, uh, all these providers on there. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot more in the works, but it's just caught up in, in red tape, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'd be surprised to, you know, see any kind of local channels on there, but you know, it would be a nice surprise if if they had local channels. And then it's, you know, Microsoft is then one of the biggest content providers in the world, if if that's the case. And, and one more thing, I mean, you get all these companies that have pay per view, you know, like, uh, you know, Comcast and the satellite providers and all. Isn't that what right. Netflix kind of is? And I mean, we already have we already have pay per view on the Xbox. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, you have the Zune Marketplace. Yeah, so, I mean, some of this stuff isn't really all that new. All right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, before we move on, I, I did have that story for Battlefield here, and I mentioned it earlier. But uh, I, I'm reading that recent uh, IGN um, story called Planes, Tanks, and Automobiles, Battlefield 3. Uh, big maps and vehicles makes make everything better. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's talking about you know, the concerns we were having about the beta or a lot of people's been having about the beta. And, and the person says uh, that they were able to get and see a fresh build of Battlefield 3, and he was pleasant, present, pleasantly surprised. Uh, is it as glitchy as the beta? Not in my experience. If you notice, the beta has it updated on consoles, and the build available to the public is over six weeks old. My time spent with these maps on PC, PS3, and Xbox flows smoothly the entire time. I never saw anyone fall through the map, and no long-necked avatars squirmed across the ground twitching. Not only that, the enemies appear to take more damage to kill. Another qualm I had with what I played before, the latest demo. Uh, Steady aim is paramount to success, and I often had to run down a wounded player to finish them off. Uh... I too escaped death a few times after absorbing some damage and rushing to safety. Um, so it just kind of goes through um, the final version of Battlefield 3 still isn't ready for us to review and DICE uh, have been frantically implementing notes from the beta into their current build. What I experienced of the game still revealed some minor glitches, but it's come a long way from the beta you might be playing right now. While the campaign may hold shadows of familiar... Oh, yeah, just... That's just talking about being familiar as far as the single player. Um, The multiplayer places best foot forward and looks to please longtime fans of the Battlefield series itching to drive and fly to online glory. So, go out there and you can read the whole article and it has some videos of what, you know, he played on... on, uh, a late, uh, newer build of Battlefield 3 as kind of a preview. So, and look for the reviews to come, you know, probably in a couple weeks. Cool. Yep. And one more thing uh, about the whole Xbox Live TV thing is mm-hmm. uh, there was an announcement uh, the other day that UFC is going to be coming to Xbox Live um uh, this December, the first game is going to be, or the first uh, not game, uh, the first show is going to be December 10th, UFC number 140 for everybody that follows UFC, and uh, it's it's going to be interesting that they're actually doing something like that. I mean, it definitely probably fits into the whole, um, you know, direction that they're going. You know, trying to be, you know, gaming and you know regular entertainment and all that stuff all in one. Um, and they're going to have two different shows, I guess, available. One is in standard def and then the high def version, which somehow are going to be different prices. So I would imagine the prices to be probably similar to what you, you know, would have at, you know, your regular, you know, TV provider. And, uh, the news is that it won't use Microsoft points. You actually have to have a credit card that you use, um, through Xbox Live somehow to order the show. It'd be nice if it was free for the first one for Xbox Live people. Absolutely. Definitely on December 10th, because that's my birthday. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The the UFC has always done pretty pretty cool stuff, because on Spike, they've always had the pre-fights and stuff. on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they've aired those, and then once the main matches came on, that's when you had to click over to pay-per-view. But, so right. they've always done something cool like that. Like the teasers. Yeah. Yep. So. All right. So you got news about another development studio closing down? Yes. Yes. Sad, sad tale again. This time it is Team Bondi. Is that how oh, you say did. it? Or Bondi? Yep. Bondi. Bandai. They never made anything good, did they? Oh no, not at all. Oh. Uh, they didn't. They actually didn't make uh, L.A. Noir either. Oh, Noir. Yeah. Actually, not Noir. 
right? Noir. Yeah. And they, they, they have took a while to develop. <laughs> oh yeah, it's. Uh, I've been reading some interesting stuff about them. How they've, uh, I guess, done some kind of shady stuff. You know, not paying people. You know, bad working conditions and all sorts of other funky stuff that's been going on. Um, bad relationships with. I don't know if Rockstar would be their parent company or or the main. What would you call them? Because they were like owned by Rockstar, right? Is, is I believe that... they're owned by 2K because Rockstar's and Rockstar owned by 2K. Oh, oh no, no, no. Yeah, they're oh, owned by they're owned by those guys, I believe. Yeah, actually, uh, the intellectual property is owned by Rockstar. So I guess that would be maybe L.A. Noir. Yeah, they they were just a developer, and I believe yeah. they're in Australia. Yes, they are. Mistaken. Okay, so yeah, and and obviously they they put all that motion capture stuff into the game. So they forked. I mean, they paid a ton of money. I mean, they sunk a ton of money into that game, and I don't think it panned out for them. Even though I like the game, I think it's a good game. Mm-hmm. I had fun with it. Um, I just don't think it made what it needed to make right so so like i think the first reports of them having hard times came out a couple months ago well i guess it's confirmed and uh liquidators are coming through stuff's going uh going away soon and uh looks like that um rockstar might be shopping the whole uh la noir noir whatever uh game to other houses maybe to continue it so we'll we'll see what happens with that but it's it's sad to see uh another studio that you know did a pretty quality game a decent game you know in comparison uh, you know it's sad to see them go yeah yeah sad yes but uh all right now you got one more one more thing here i think this is also posted on our site yeah, and um, it was supposed to buy a user as well or a listener as well. So, yeah, was I guess we should have talked about this with the uh, <laughs> with our first topic or two or three or whatever that was. And let's split it up. But yeah, mix it up just a little bit. So for all of the lucky folks who have Windows Mobile Phone Seven or Windows Phone Seven, Windows whatever it's called now, if you have yeah. Windows Mobile on your phone. <laughs> Uh, there's going to be an Xbox companion application that's coming out, which will allow you to control various aspects of your Xbox, which is which is kind of neat. I've I've got some of this stuff on my Android phone to control a couple things, like this media center that I've got, and there's some Directv stuff in there, and uh, it's it's going to be interesting how they handle this. You know, because now you can control it. Uh, you know, you control your Xbox through your Connect, through your controller. You know, through the air with your Connect. I guess that I already said that one, and uh, you'll be able to do it through your phone. And now, maybe it's just me, but the, the funny thing is, you know, you can do all this stuff through the phone, but it's like I never use it because it's kind of a hassle. Right. It's easier to pick up the remote. <laughs> Right. No, it's like with my phone. It's like, okay, I have to, okay, I pick up my phone and then I have to like, you know, turn the screen on and then you might have to put in your pin or whatnot or, you know, disable your screensaver. Then now it's at the home screen. So now you have to find and launch your application and you have to wait. You know, if you picked up the remote, you would have been done already. Yep. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, the one thing it'd be neat I don't know all the features of it, but yeah. one one thing that we have is you know you can go on Xbox.com and and queue up a download, yeah. but you can never but you can never turn on your system. Right. So it'd be nice to be able to do something like that to where I could queue it up and do it instead of asking my wife, hey, can you run upstairs to run on turn on the Xbox? And mm-hmm. she's like, if I remember, and of course she never remembers. So yeah, I always get home, turn on my Xbox, and like, oh, it's still not downloaded. Thanks a Ooh. lot. So. But there yeah. was there was one video that had uh, it was about some of the TV stuff, and they at the end of it they had uh, this girl using the 
mobile phone app. And if it's anything like that, it, one thing that was kind of neat is it looked like she was actually, you know, while they were watching TV, she was sitting there and she was searching through to find a program. And right. then eventually she found it or, or whatnot, and then she hit play, and then it started playing on the TV. So, I mean, that's kind of neat. So you can find something. You can spend 10 minutes hunting for a show, but you're not interrupting what's playing now. Right. You don't have to create a downtime. That's cool. And Kristoff uh, is the listener that posted it on the site. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Hey, uh one other thing, I, I was kind of wondering about this. I, I totally forgot about it earlier. Is uh, uh, with everybody that has their connects, okay? Mm-hmm. With everybody that's got their connects and has this whole TV business going on, and I guess it doesn't even need to be, you know, with the the TV section alone, but. What is the possibility of Microsoft using the Connect to somehow gather information about you in your living room while you're watching shows? Yeah, that would be very highly illegal. <laughs> it could be in a EULA that nobody reads. Oh, boy. You guys should go watch the South Park version of that. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually about Apple, though, <laughs> and oh. Steve Jobs is in it. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, I uh, I don't see that happening. If I would find out something like that was happening, I would definitely be smashing it. But, you know, because you know, I, I know some of this isn't in the technology, but, you know, they could potentially – See, like, how many people are in the room. I mean, that they could easily do. Right. How many people are in the room. Maybe they can get, like, if you're actually watching or if, you're, if your head's, like, turned to the side or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can collect that information. Um, there was – I mean, they, they probably can't catch eye movements or anything like that. They can't get that much detail with a connect, I don't think. But I mean, some of the stuff can be pretty creepy. I mean, and you know, possibly they could even use it to target advertisements to you. I mean, just like you know, you see, like you think like Sci-Fi Times or something. You know, you get, you know, a guy sitting at home, and you know, all of a sudden he's getting these like you know, male targeted commercials, and then all of a sudden his wife comes in, and they're both watching TV, and then all of a sudden it's you know, a, a mix. Of commercials. He leaves the room and it's all like, you know, like clothing commercials or, you know, I, I, that's, I'm just wondering. Creepy. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I don't continue. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what the, it, it would be weird. So, oh yeah. Be like, hello, Brun. No, you don't want to change the channel, Brian. <laughs> don't turn Hello. me off. <laughs> Hello, Dave. <laughs> so, the, all right. Well, that's all I had. Do you have anything else? No, that's all I have also. All right. Uh, as you can tell, Wing was not available, uh, so we don't have any Guinness um, to drink or talk about. Yeah. Um, we do not have any friends list. Unless we had any uh, Google Voices, which Wing is typically the one that grabs those, and I didn't do it before the show, so please forgive me, everybody. We will get you on the next show. But uh, head out to this at xboxlife.com. From there, you can get our contact information to Twitter, Facebook, uh, email, which is contact at this xboxlife.com. and we have our Zazzle and Cafe Press, uh, which is, you know, put sitehere.com slash this Xbox Life. And our voicemail <laughs> is 224-698-XBOX, which is 224-698-9269. So, but that's all. That's all I had. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. It's a little shorter than normal, but with two guys and a short list of topics, yeah. it's kind of what you had, but I hope we gave you some things to think about 
and uh, comment about. I said comment, not complain. Comment about. <laughs> <laughs> so. Nice. But uh, I think that's. I'm trying to think uh, if there's anything else. Oh, there was. Uh, well, since we talked about Battlefield, we can talk about Call of Duty a little bit. There's some videos out there um, of the pretty much kind of like Horde version. Uh, I forget what they're calling it for Call of Duty. Please forgive me, everybody. Um, there's some new videos out there for that. If you guys want to go see it, looks pretty, looks pretty neat. Still kind of weirded out why it's only two people, but you know maybe the maps are small. But uh, if you guys want to go check that out, so that's all I got. That's all I got too. All right. Well, I'm Brun BJ Swick 33. And I am uh, Rob Presar. Catch y'all later. Good night. The quiet hand, just a